0: Aram Han. She'll be reading some of the shortest stories in her collection of short stories. The Last Heifer. Not long after the rebels passed through Busoa, trampling through the village crops, the cattle grew sick, began to die. A German volunteer came to help, and the children stole all his shoes while he patched the neighbors' door frames, cocked bullet holes with sawdust and glue. Still, the man began his work in the fields, running gloved fingers over sores hard as knuckles, dressing mealy lesions. He kept his supplies behind bolted doors, slept to the groans of cows listing into fences, scraping their skin to meat and sinew on barbed wire. Their scabs spread like oil on marble, slipped off into mud. While the cows grew thin and hairless, spines emerging like baby teeth, the children descended on his trash, taking emptied bottles and cans, syringes. Ashamed, the man threw nothing away, rewashing plastic bags and wearing holes into paper plates. He began to carry everything in his pockets, crumpled toilet paper, foam cups stained pink with juice. In the third month, the last heifer buckled, seeping blood from its eyes, surrendering to the seasonal grass. Unable to coax it to rise, the man returned to his room to find the last of his belongings gone. That night, he lay awake on the floor with his window open while the hyenas came for the carcass. It was quiet except for cracking and splintering. Jaws. When morning came, all that remained were damp bones and a dry flap of hide, which by afternoon, after he was long gone barefoot, was turning to soot with flies. Um, I guess for this one, I should say, I should say that a beach bumster is in the Gambia. There are these, generally, younger, handsome Gambian men who hang out at the beach and try to pick up tourist women who are there, who tend to be older. So this is titled Beach Bumpster and the Marie Claire's and they called the older white women Marie Claire's. It's almost morning before my father stumbles home from his latest client and takes us to our spot in the mangroves. Swaying ankle deep in salt water, he rakes his fingers through the fine black mud, slow like it's tangled hair. He's looking for oysters. Marie Claire's go nuts for the ship boy, he slurs, makes him want to fuck. He thumbs a shell clean and tosses it on shore, where I crack it open with a rock. He's wearing new jeans, no shirt, flaunting the clean lines of muscle that keep us fed. I tell him I want to be just like him, and he laughs. I tell him I'll farm, and he calls me a fool, fisher or farmer, bumster or priest. The Gambia, she's a bitch to us all, just look around. The land buckles under the weight of the rains that never came, though we begged. Life lies dormant in this bleached landscape, blank as a page until the first rains pen life from the ground. Yes, we remember the smell of rain at dawn, inshallah this year, this year. And afterwards, the hum of dusk, the cool gasp of night. But meanwhile, students hitchhike to school on truck beds, eyes closed and dry-mouthed. And facing east, vendors perform their ablutions in single beads of water, kneading the damp. In the village, ancient baobabs grow pregnant with the bones of holy men and papered prayers. And in the city, small boys beg tin cans to their elbow. Its contents rattle like dying breath, coins to secure paradise for anyone with spare change. My father splashes back to me, jeans damp, and he tosses a few broken shells back into the water. Tubabs always pay big money for love and war, he says. Be a soldier, kid. A bumster by trade, he tells me he knows something of heaven and hell, and the real heaven exists at the bottom of a bottle and on the other side of the ocean with all the lonely white women. Um, Kaloli is a town, it's a tourist town in the Gambia, um, where a few years ago um, they busted like a child prostitution ring. So this is called the Night of Silk Reckoning. In Kaloli, tourists bargain for the neon rhythms of her 12-year-old body, skin pale as barley al dente. They like her cinched with hunger, a half-year's wage dampening between dry teeth. Perhaps tonight they'll find their rapture. Unlace her ribcage, peel back thin muscles, break her open like figs to release the wasps, and in the chimera left behind, count the colors you see on borrowed fingers. Let the sour juice seep, irrigate the channels of your thumbs, and dry into clenched fists. Let the seeds burrow beneath your nails until they sprout from your pores, split your knuckles like aged timber, bear fruit to rot sweetly in the shadows of your palms. Read your verdict there, see how life breaches your two cupped hands. Now look upon the humble architecture of the child's face, the spires of her neck, the clean arch of her chin, the gold dome of her forehead. At Friday noon prayers, storm that temple on bloodied knees, lie prostrate with the lion, the snake, the goat, the egret. Beg forgiveness from her sisters. Kiss her brother's feet. She is meteorite. Black stone polished by pilgrim hands. Watch now as the tips of her hair turn to ravens. Um, so this is, I guess, also an elegy, not to end on a depressing note, but it's called In Memoriam 2014. One. You did not survive the summer solstice when the sun slowed but wouldn't halt for all the battles waged in your body. I return once more to the image of your usurped temple on a hospital bed so small your feet hung out. Death slipped closer by shallow seconds until they became pearls cascading from snapped string. This year, your eucalyptus leaves crushed to fragrance. The last candle turned to puddle or perhaps the mosquito entombed in its heel. You are the cup. This is for you. Two, by the time your president called you vermin, you were a mere reed and twine, a wicker basket twice unraveling. You told us you were afraid, and like fools, we prayed for your soul instead of your body. At the jackpot royale, you cast all your savings on slot machines, saying, hell, there's always luck. This year, I imagine we make a halo of coins on your pillow, place poker chips on your closed eyes. Three, but who do you pray to in the midnight hour when you kneel before clean sheets to feel your lover's breath on your cheek? Speak to us of the heaven which still welcomed you, then sing us a psalm of your making. Serenade us to the Korah, the Djembe, the Balafon. Imagine peace. Balance olive pits on your tongue and lash it to beggared words. Son, don't stop. Don't stop. Carry us safe to the next horizon where we'll meet again at last.